Welcome to Reading the Library Book. This is chapter 28 that I'm about to read to you now. Uh, my name is Emily, and um, thank you for, for listening so far. Um, go back and listen if you haven't yet, or just, you know, jump in here towards the end. <laughs> anyway, this is chapter 28, and it is called Gate One. Amen, the camel, and I gathered together, and I opened my travel book, which flashed the bright white light, and when we opened our eyes and could see again, we were standing in the field I'd walked through earlier. In front of us was the bookcase that stood in the center of the meadow. This is the gate? asked Amen. Well, I said, it's the gate to the gate. The gate is beyond this shelf. "'Hmm,' said Eamon, as he and Taboos circled the bookshelf. It appeared to be freestanding in the meadow. "'There must be a way to open it from here,' I said. "'I agree,' said Eamon. "'Doors must always be able to open both ways.' We examined the titles of the books on the shelf, hoping for a clue. We tried reading them like a message— the Borrower's Odyssey, Dust Tracks on a Road, A Time to Be Born, Wolves in the Walls, The Woman Warrior, The House on Mango Street, I read. Does that make any sense? None, said Eamon. We tried a few more combinations. We tried reading just the first letter of every book. We tried reading the third letter of every book. We tried reading the last letter. We took them all out, one book at a time and we tried opening them to see if they triggered the opening of a secret passage, like the books inside the gatekeeper's library, but nothing moved. That's when I remembered the bookmark that the gatekeeper had given me. She'd mentioned I should use it when I needed to return, though she hadn't specified how. I found it in my backpack, took it out, and showed it to Eamon. Any idea how to use this? I asked him. Put it between the pages of a book, he said. It will keep your place. Very useful. I stuck my tongue out at him. I know it's a bookmark, but how do I use it to call for the librarian I got it from? Ah, said Eamon, taking it from me to examine it. He turned it over, then squinted at the bottom corner. How is your eyesight for up close, he asked. Good. Look there, he said. There is something written, very small. I looked where he pointed and saw what he meant. There was something written there. I held the bookmark at various angles in the sunlight, trying to see it. Eamon pulled out his magnifying glass from his satchel. We both peered through the magnifying glass at the tiny characters in the bottom corner of the bookmark. They look like call numbers, I said. I agree, said Eamon. Why don't you read them to me, and I will examine the books on the shelf. I read out J F E. 03-2195, and Eamon moved his eyes over the books on the shelf. When I got to five, a book fell out of the shelf and into the grass. Eamon picked it up and examined it. This book was not on the shelf before. Perhaps we called it with its call number, I joked. Perhaps we did, Eamon said, seriously. 
we looked at the cover. It was a book called The Return by Gladys Teestone. The illustration on the cover looked very much like the room we were aiming for. We examined the spine to see if it looked like a travel book. It was not. Finally, we looked at each other, shrugged, and agreed that there was nothing for it but to open the book and see what happened. At first, nothing happened. We'd gotten used to the travel book, so we were actually a little surprised not to be whisked briskly to our new destination. The book appeared to be a perfectly ordinary story about a little private library. I liked it and found myself very happy to be reading. All the adventuring had been very exciting, but reading a book put me right back on solid ground. I had a lot of experience in reading books, not so much in searching for them. As we read further into the book, I started to notice a small creaking sound. I looked up, but couldn't work out where it was coming from. We read another page of the book, and Eamon and I both looked up and quickly back to the page. Over the book, Eamon indicated to me that the shelf seemed to be moving a bit, revealing a crack of dark passageway. So we continued to read, trying to pretend we weren't noticing. After making our way to the end of chapter one, we peeked up at the shelf and saw that it had opened sufficiently for me to get through. Do you think, I asked Eamon, that if we kept reading, it would open up enough for all of us to get through? Possibly, said Eamon. But if the book is any indication of what the library is like, there might not really be space for taboos. It sounds like a very small space for a camel. I hadn't thought of that. What should we do? Perhaps, said Eamon, you should go on your own. The librarian knows you, after all. You can deliver the messages and we'll wait for you here. But what if I get stuck there or something, I asked. You have a travel book, said Eamon. I nodded, and I knew, actually, that there should be nothing to fear in this space. Wait, I said. If I get stuck there, how will you know you should go ahead to the meeting? I will wait a certain amount of time for you, and if you haven't returned, we will go on, said Eamon. How much time, I asked. Half an hour, suggested Eamon, though I do not have a timepiece. Hmm, neither do I. Eamon looked up and then flipped through the book in his hands. It will take me about 45 minutes to read the rest of this book, said Eamon. If you haven't returned by the time I read the end, we will go on. Okay, I said. Deal. And I made my way through the crack in the shelf into the dark passage. It didn't seem to be a long passage. There was light up ahead. The light from both ends illuminated the bricks and stones that made up the passageway. It was cold, and my footsteps echoed throughout the space. I cleared my throat, and the sound bounced back at me several times. Finally, I could see the library opening out before me. I couldn't see Edna from inside the passage, but everything seemed in order. There was even steam coming off the cup on the table. I stepped into the library, which smelled of fragrant tea and crisp paper. There was no one here, though. The stepladder was there. There was Edna's tall stool, and her book was hanging from its ribbon. The shelves looked the same, but there was no librarian. She couldn't have left so long ago. There was the tea, steaming. I looked around. Everything seemed in order. No hastily dropped items, nothing broken. But I had a funny feeling, anyway. 
and I was definitely not going to drink that tea. I did notice one book that had not quite been reshelved. It stuck out from the others on the top shelf. I set my backpack down by the door and climbed the ladder to see if it were some kind of clue. It had a bright green cover and the title was Library Preservation. She must already be at the meeting, I thought, and was about to come down from the ladder when I heard the sound of a cup on the saucer behind me. So that was chapter 28, gate one. Um, my questions for you are, who do you think put the sa- cup in the saucer? Where do you think Edna might be? Do you remember her from the beginning of the book? Or has she, do, I, do you need some reminders of her? And in that same territory, does this li- is this library familiar? We, the last time we saw it was right when um, Leander first got to Akita. So it's possible that it, that it has faded in your memory, like what this place is. Do, we, do I need to set it up for you again some more? That's what I'm wondering. Um, and how do you feel about coming back to this place? Is this like, oh, yay, back to this place? Or like, what? <laughs> anyway, I'm curious about your thoughts about that um so the places to send me your thoughts are uh you can email at leandralibrary at gmail.com you can send me a google voicemail message at 646-847-8758 again that is 646-847-8758 and i will put you on the podcast if you if you would like if you are willing it's always nice to have um voices um, if you have thoughts about the title, it's still still uh, in, in process. So um, at the moment, we're hanging out at Leandra's Lost Library. Um, but if you have other thoughts or preferences, too, you can vote on the website or send me a message and let me know what you think. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. And next time will be Chapter 29. We are almost, almost there. Just a few chapters to go. Okay, until next time.